I mean, I think, like, first of all, people just generally have a different mindset towards summer, whether or not we're in this pandemic, and so people really want to get outdoors. But also, I've seen people being more free with just, like, the way they go around doing their business, which is not necessarily good in a lot of ways, I'd say, just because, yeah, it's still pretty dangerous here. Oh, Yay! Hey everybody, welcome back to Distance Podcast. We are here with Yvonne, of course. I'm Elson, and we're also here with Cadence, who is an editor for GoVideo. She's done a lot. She's a very talented editor. Um, you can check out her page and our website and our YouTube, everything for some of her videos that she's helped with. Um, so a very active member within the project, and she also wanted to come on the podcast to talk about how life has changed since the very beginning in Seattle, Washington. Um, And I think this is interesting because, like, I want to actually release a video on this soon about, like, how life has progressed everywhere um, because we haven't really touched on it much. So I think this is a good segue into that whole conversation. And Cadence wanted to touch on what her life has been like um, and what it was like and everything. So um, with that being said, Yvonne, would you like to say anything um, before Cadence takes the mic and talks about her experience a little more in depth. Let's see. Well, first of all, thank you all so much for tuning in. We appreciate every single listener. And uh, Cadence, go ahead. I'm really, int- I'm really excited to hear about your story. Yeah, so um, definitely at around March, Washington was the place where um, first the first of the cases in the U.S. popped up and since then um, in general Washington's been pretty good about um, lockdown and I'm not exactly sure if lockdown is still mandatory now but I definitely do see a lot of people um, going outside and taking advantage of the natural resources such as like the lakes and the hiking and forests around here and um The thing is, like, in general, Washingtonians tend to um, go outdoors a lot in the summer. And so um, COVID-19 has definitely changed the way that um, we interact with the nature around us. Like, um, I've seen, I've um, gone camping in our national parks, and there's definitely actually a lot more people going to national parks this year, just because... um, they can't travel outside of the U.S., um, but also camping, there's a lot of um, plots that are closed, and they really make sure that um, everyone is staying um, socially distanced. So what part of Washington do you live in? Uh, I live in the Seattle area, um, mm-hmm. but so far um, I've traveled kind of all over Washington this summer because uh, normally we go like visit other people, but you know, yeah. A little different this year, right? (laughs) A little bit, just a little unprecedented as the- Oh God, Elson. It's my least favorite word in the English dictionary. Or the new normal. I hate- Or the new normal. I'm just tired of hearing that now. I'm tired of hearing the freaking word unprecedented. Like I hate it. Like when people say it unironically, 
when oh my god, especially like at the very beginning when all the celebrities are these unprecedented times. Like I'm like, break up, man. Those ads. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I no, I was actually looking at the settings. I can curse in this because it's like explicit technically. Arjun made it explicit. So I mean oh, no. you know, we'll we'll try to restrain, but I it is, you know, just so you guys know. <laughs> um Okay, so what cadence would you say like were did you did you go outside a lot during the because i live in dc and so that's why i'm always like confused you say washingtonian because that like also applies to me kind of (laughs) it's like it's a weird like confusing i don't know why they chose to do that but um so um i i don't get to like i have a backyard and stuff thankfully and i get to go outside a lot there and like we all like it was a whole like meme everyone would go on like family walks and stuff so i'd spend like a good amount of time outdoors but then there are like people in new york who get zero time New York City who get like literally zero time outside and that was like having an impact on people's mental health and generally you know like outside time is proven to improve mental health um do you think it was better for your mental health having more time outside (laughs) and do you think like people in Seattle or in the Seattle area in Washington like how would you I mean that's a weird question because like you wouldn't know but like do you think it's like making people in better spirits than like before when they like didn't go outside as much? Yeah I mean I would say like it definitely um we're lucky to like have all these resources around us because it's helped a lot of people become less stir crazy and like honestly um I think it's good because um being able to go outside in a way that is safe prevents people from like risking more dangerous like solutions mm-hmm. to um, wanting to meet up, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. um, it was funny how you were saying how like how outdoor Washingtonians are. And, you know, I'm from Austin, Texas, and Austin, Texas is a very outdoorsy type of city. And even though we've been in lockdown too, you see people going to like paddleboarding in the lake, you know, going on runs, camping nearby. And the advantage with a lot of these, with a lot of these types of activities, and also with camping, such as in Washington and in Texas, is that they're socially distant activities for the most part. Like you can socially distance in that. And so, um, actually, I was looking up, I was reading these really interesting articles, um, how RV sales went up. I can't remember the exact number, but like some huge percentage because everyone's buying up RVs and going out west to all like the big national parks. And I have an RV too. So we're actually going to do that for a summer vacation. But then, yeah, then things just fell through. But like, it's just really interesting how, you know, how the mental health of people in like more outdoorsy cities have been a lot better and have fared a lot better than, for example, huge cities like New York or even Boston and stuff where, there's, you know, not only is there not a whole lot of green space, but like with such a tight lockdown, they, people can't go anywhere. Like, like there's nowhere you can really go without socially distancing either because a lot of these outdoorsy cities tend to have lower population densities than, you know, the San Francisco's, well, not San Francisco, but like the Boston's of the United States, the New York's. And so that was just really interesting, I think. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> <laughs> I would also say just like that um, people in these areas that are like closer to water are just able to like take advantage of that too. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Coasts. The water's definitely (laughs) nice on a very hot summer like this one. (laughs) Yeah. It is hot. I mean, not to just like go into talking about the weather, but (laughs) it's so hot in DC. It's like 
It's, it's like the humidity that kills you. I feel like it's not the heat. It's literally the humidity that will like, oh my God, it's, I just can't stand the humidity here too. Uh, yep. Agreed. Um, <laughs> okay. So, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. What, what do you think is like, cause you talked about being outdoors and like Seattle being very outdoorsy and Washington being very outdoorsy because it's very green. And um, what do you think like besides that has been like, like, if you were to go back to, like, March and just think about, like, what you did on a regular basis and, like, what you were doing, what was, like, normal in March or in April, um, for a better month example, like, I mean, we can all share experiences. And, like, what, what do you think was different about that compared to, like, summer now? First of all, people just generally have a different mindset towards summer, whether or not we're in this pandemic. And so people really want to get outdoors. Um, but also, like, I've seen people being more free with uh, just, like, the way they go around doing their business, which is not necessarily good um, in a lot of ways, I'd yeah. say, just because yeah, that's, it's still pretty dangerous here, um, even though it has been declining um, since it spiked in around July and June um, when summer started and people started going outside more. Um, but yeah, just like, I guess the biggest change would be the mindset of people in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what about you guys? Uh, I guess I'll speak first. So actually, you know, I was looking through my camera roll in March and stuff. And um, first, I th I'd say first thing, um, one of the things has, that have changed is accept is like sort of more or less accepting that this is the way things are going to be from now on. Because I remember when I was looking through my camera roll, I was looking at all the memes I saved like around March 10th, March 13th, just when it was starting to get really bad in the US. And you can sense like the impending doom in like all the memes. And like, I remember, you know, looking through my to the photos and also like the stores how slowly and slowly they got more like empty and things started to get more crazy but now you know excluding anti-maskers because they, you know oh they don't want to accept anything um excluding those type of people especially because they're very prevalent in texas besides that people here in austin i think have really accepted the fact like i said that this is just something we have to live with and i think it's a blessing in the curse that people accept that because one, it, it's, you know, Austin's one of the safest cities right now for coronavirus. We're taking things very seriously. People are very serious about uh, social distancing. But on the other hand, by accepting it, people also get a little bit more comfortable. And so, you mm -hmm. know, um, I mean, this pretty much happened everywhere in the United States and around the world. As people began to accept this, this is, uh, this is our new world. You'll also be the new normal. More. Oh, God, I hate that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> As people accepted the new normal, God, um, you know, people have just really, you know, yeah. y'all get the idea, right? I don't yeah. know why I lost the word, but just sort of, they got used to it. And so also, I think it's sort of bad that when you, people get used to it, because by get used to it, I mean, like, get used to the fact that things are so bad. Not so much that we have to do these measures. Yeah, because, honestly, yeah. yeah. I agree. One of I, the 
Because like people aren't worried about high cases. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like precedented now. Yeah, <laughs> and like I think well, one of like the biggest dangers with anything like this that like goes on for a long time is just that people become desensitized to like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. And everyone just like starts ignoring, you know, the fact that there's, it's honestly, is it worse than March or April? I'm not sure, but it's still definitely just as bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's, it's, it's yeah. literally is worse is the thing. And that's like, what that's what I was going to say for my thing is like, people, it's, it's like, I saw these things like when, like in June about like how people should stop like, like sharing body cam footage and like people being like abused by like police officers on their social media because it makes it, it like normalizes it if you're if yeah. you're doing it too much which is really messed up to think about yeah like, it, it's just the way your brain works like, same with like if you see things over and over again you're like okay yeah that's it's like it, that's what happens with like donald trump too like he'll do, do something stupid and it's like a classic donald trump like it, even though the severity of it is like mu- like much more than that but like mm-hmm. that happens where like it just becomes like it's like oh uh pandemic yeah. yeah i can't see people obviously like uh but like can i i can it's summer like and then i also i've seen a lot of things like just because summer is over doesn't mean the pandemic is over and i think that that's mm-hmm. definitely still true people have gotten like tired of it and i also think and like this is kind of speaking from experience but like like we've been ordering our groceries because like fortunately we can do that um but like sometimes we and it's pretty easy actually like Instacart and stuff um but when you like my dad like would occasionally go to the grocery store and the first time he went it was like a huge thing it was like you have to be so careful like do not touch anything like if you Mm -hmm. get it like you're gonna get sick like and it was like a huge thing um the first time he went and then like he like once he had sort of like break and broken down that like barrier it became more like normalized to go to the grocery store in our family. And then we just like kind of kept going more and more, even though mm-hmm. it's not like anything has changed, but we've become like more comfortable with it, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. even though it yeah. was, things are way worse than they were in, in April, but like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, this desensitization is really the reason why when you hear 5 million cases on the news in August doesn't have the same punch as two cases in Washington State in March. It, it's yeah. just, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like inflation of like, I don't know. Exactly. And also, <laughs> our brain, I was also reading something too, the reason that there's also like this disconnect of with like cases and deaths is because they've gotten so high that, you know, our brain isn't very good with big numbers, so they just can't exactly. visualize. It just cannot visualize that many people, that many deaths, that many infections, when in reality, that's like a huge number. But like our brains just can't process it. So it's evolution, you know, sort of not doing us some good things right now. <laughs> no, no, sir. No, sir. This is kind of a segue into a completely different topic, but like. That's totally okay. We, we, do we, we all go to private schools, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah we do. Not everyone in the project does. Not everyone in yeah, America true. does. Yeah. yeah, three of us do. And um, I was wondering how, do you guys know if your schools are like planning to go online or like do a hybrid or, yeah. So yeah, so sure. So actually, uh, so um, as as if you've been listening for a while, I go to boarding, boarding school. Yes, I go to boarding school in Rhode Island, the smallest state in the country. So yeah, I go. Hopefully to, not for yeah. long. Hopefully DC becomes the smallest state in the country. 
we shall see about that. <laughs> Let's see. Anyway, um, so yeah, I go to Portsmouth Abbey School. It's in Rhode Island. And I actually leave in two weeks. So they're going to have a hybrid sort of system where it's going to be the people who can make it, you're going to be able, if you can make it, you can do in person. But if you cannot make it either because of international travel restrictions or you don't feel comfortable yourself, you are allowed to do it online. And so they're going to have like this hybrid thing. So people who are going to go in person, what we're going to have to do is that we're going to have to go into Rhode Island, which I'm leaving in two weeks. And then we're going to have to quarantine in the state for two weeks. Now, this is because we're following state laws and you only have to quarantine in the, well, it's different. If you're from a red state, which is me being from Texas, because we've handled it horribly, I have to um, go to the state and then I have to quarantine in the state for two weeks and then go to school. If you live in Rhode Island or um, green state, you can actually, if you're from a green state, you can actually quarantine in that green state and then move, and then just go back to Rhode Island. And actually, fun thing about the green state, a lot of people in Connecticut and Massachusetts um, have either family members or have vacation homes up in Maine or like in the northern area of the United States. So there's like this almost mass migration up north to wait out the quarantine season, and then they're all just going to come st- straight back down. It's really funny because on my Snap map, you can just see everyone just slowly <laughs> just migrating up to, to like the tip of Maine. But anyway, so yeah, it's just... And then after the quarantine, we go in, we're going to have daily temperature checks. They're going to have HEPA filters in the school infirmary. They're going to, the schedule, the the class schedule is going to be all split up and weird. And it's just going to be so different. And we're not going to be allowed to go off campus because usually on the weekends, we're able to go to Boston or Providence, Newport, any like, it's so much fun. But like, yeah, we're not going to be able to do that this year. And it sort of sucks because one thing I need to do, like, that's what I really need to do is that they have Walmart trips every Sunday so you can restock on supplies if you need stuff, but we're not going to be able to do that because everyone's going to have, we cannot leave. And so um, I have to go in with everything pretty much, but like it's, it'll be interesting. They're going to have a lot more outdoor activities. Like they're going to have like an outdoor movie thing I've heard and a bunch of other things, but all outdoors because it transmission is, less likely in an outdoor environment than an indoor. So yeah, that's my, that's my spiel on boarding school life being affected by coronavirus. There's what about so y'all? There's so many people in this pro- oh, Thank you for sharing, Yvonne. There's so many like <laughs> people in this project who go to boarding school. I think we should definitely do like an episode on like, cause I could get like, we could literally like 10 people. Like, that'd be so obviously fun. Obviously not, but like, um, yeah. Cadence, what about you? What is, what is school like in- I actually had a question for Yvonne. Before. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's. Um, but yeah, like, no worries. How do you think that international students um, at boarding schools will be impacted by? Um, so interesting yeah. question. Yeah. So a lot of people, um, a lot of the international students aren't gonna be like. I have like a Chinese friend who's not gonna be able to come back. Mm-hmm. A lot of international students are not able to come back just because of like the travel laws that have just changed so much. Yeah, um, a lo- yeah, a lot of my Korean students, my Korean students, my Korean friends won't be able to come back to the Abbey too. We also have a lot of uh, European students. Um, some of them might be able to come back, some of them not. And then in Latin America, some of them will be able to come back, so others not. And then in Canada, others and others not. And so, um, but a lot of them have to stay in their houses and are doing online. So that I would say that's like the biggest effect of this. It's on international students just because international travel and the international situation is just so much more dynamic. Well, this is all dynamic, but a lot more, you know, 
unstable than it would be here in the United States just because we're one country. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, my school has gone through multiple changes of plans so far, and um, it's just been kind of crazy. But originally, earlier this summer, they were planning to do like a hybrid thing where um, on campus, um, students would be separated into groups. So like um, one group would go on the campus like half of the days of the week and the other like would go the rest of the days. Um, but right now my school has decided to go online until January, which yeah, will be interesting because um, some of my other friends um, are going hybrid and some of them are going um, like half online or wait, no, that's hybrid. Um, but <laughs> some of them are going online until like October. But um, yeah, my school has been one of the first to decide to go all the way till January. Which wow. Interesting. Yeah. But I think um, the, I would say the biggest driver of that decision is just because um, regardless of coronavirus, like, we know, we know people are going to travel during the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. They're going yeah. to. We all, we all know it. We all know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, um, just for safety reasons, like, my school is extending it till at least after the holidays. Hmm. Yeah. That makes it's, sense. It's kind of crazy. so much more sense than what my school is doing. <laughs> We're, like, yeah, what are you guys doing? We're, like, basically uh, the same thing but we're going back in October like I mean we're probably actually not gonna go back in October but they said like October which I feel like they should have just said like first semester we stay home but they said first quarter um so I don't know I feel like that's interesting because it's not even like by Thanksgiving break it's just like October like that's so random (laughs) so random oh my god and then also like like, they've been good about, like, being, like, I'm on, like, student government, and, like, we get, like, somewhat of an input, because, like, they genuinely want to know, like, what the students are, like, thinking about all of this, and um, I suggested that we do something, like, we have club meetings on campus outside spread out, like, and, like, sports stuff even, like, a distance workout every now and then with masks, and, like, mm-hmm. it's supervised, only one, like, club gets it, like, every, like, per day or whatever, and, like, I think that would be better, like, at least a first step, not right away, but, like, maybe after, like, October, people could do that before it gets cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, we're just doing online stuff until, like, October, which is so random. But, um, yeah, I don't know. They just didn't decide for, like, a really long time, and I think it makes sense. And it's interesting because private schools, like, don't have, like, they could theoretically just go back, but yeah, even though it's, like, like actually, not allowed by the state, but, like... like Actually, a uh, fun fact. So my, my middle school that my brother just graduated from, they're a Catholic school. And so it's under the diocese rule and the bishop rule and not the uh, Austin ISD, which is like the public school district thing. And obviously the bishop is not a scientist. And so um, they actually went back to school today. Uh, like fully they, back? Okay, so no, they go online for one week. So this week is going to be online. The next week they're going to go back despite there being literally... An, like a really uncontrolled spread of coronavirus here in the U.S. I mean, in Texas. And um, actually, when the school, when a lot of schools in Austin were closing, the diocese, the bishop, like, was like wanting to, the schools to be open, and everyone was literally like, 
Bishop, you're dumb. Please open them because children are going to die probably, especially because of a lot of younger children or children with immunocompromised parents or the teachers or the children themselves are immunocompromised. But um, he finally folded to the outside pressure for the, for the schools to close. So thank God. And, but now they're opening a lot sooner than everyone else in Austin. And so now it's like, oh no, not this again. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, one thing I forgot to add, uh, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to add this with my school, with the plan that we're doing. Also, we're gonna be going completely online from November to January to ride out the second wave. Yeah. So yeah. Wait guys, sorry to interrupt, my computer's about to die. I'm gonna run down and get a charger, um, but you guys like keep talking, so I'll be Oh right my back. God, no hey, worries. <laughs> So yeah. Let's see. Let's do some Candace trivia in the meanwhile. What would, <laughs> what would be your num- What's the number one song you've listened to during quarantine? Oh gosh, I don't know. I've like, I've been introduced to definitely a lot of different songs, and now a lot of TikTok st- songs have gotten. Oh my god! Yes. And it's it's so bad, but like. Like that new WAP song. Have you heard of it? I. I think I have, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, for any ch- younger audiences listening out there, pl- it's it's a very explicit song. So if you're under the age of 18, well, I'm seven, 16, no. maybe 17. Anyway, if you really, if you don't like cursing or you don't like explicit things, we recommend you don't listen to that. But I've seen so many memes of it and it's so funny. I would say the one artist I've listened to a lot during quarantine is, uh, I actually loved this artist before quarantine, but like, with nothing to do, I just listened been listening to her music all the time. Her name is Rosalia. Um, literally love her. Yeah, she's from Spain, but she's she's from Spain, and um, she's just gotten so big now. I would say my favorite album. Sorry. No, I was just saying that's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> she just released a new song with Travis Scott, uh, TKN, which is TKN. Loved that song, and I would say my favorite album from her is and it was one of her first albums and i really like it so yeah that's our music trivia for the day nice i got a sweatshirt too oh my god you're back yay you guys talk about music yeah yeah pretty much bro when are we gonna get the key make hey key makers if you're listening you're definitely not (laughs) um come on our podcast because arjun stopped and we still want you guys on it uh, child, anyways, so, anyways, so. <laughs> yeah, I actually wanted to build a little bit on what Elsa said earlier about clubs, because, like, I'm actually new to my school this year, because, uh, before, I mean, I just, oh. I graduated from the school that I was going to before, eighth grade, so, Ooh. uh, yeah, I'm going Congratulations. to, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's just really interesting, because, uh, we would have had orientation and everything and, like, you know, signing up for clubs. But it's just been interesting, like, how I've been going around uh, looking at all the different clubs available, even, like, online. And uh, I've actually, like, joined a couple already, which Yay. is pretty cool. Yay. But, like, yeah, they just have, like, online calls. And, well, the ones that... I'm on are mostly pretty technology based and so uh, they did a lot online anyway because um, yeah one of them is about I think a nuclear fuser which is Ooh, pretty interesting. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> nuclear fuser club. 
Dang. Yeah. <laughs> um, very specific. <laughs> and yeah, it's been really fun. Um, for like orientation, my school's been um, setting up calls for us to just like do Q and A's and they've had people go to campus and just like show us around campus, even though like I've been there a bunch of times, but still, yeah. So. Yeah, actually my brother, uh, since he graduated middle school, he's, all, he's gonna be a new student at my school. And yeah, so true. I've been seeing the new student, uh, you know, orientation things, right? Because yeah, I'm his brother. And yeah, they're also <laughs> doing the same thing, a lot of online stuff. And um, they're so nervous, but like they're, they're gonna be fine. But like, I sort of feel bad for new students just because like, it's already scary enough going to high school for the first time. But then, like, you know, and then Zoom already has, like, this weird, awkward, like, aurora to it. It's so weird. So, like, when it's, like, new people you've never met, new high school, and then, you're like, you're on the Zoom call with, like, 10 teachers and, like, everything and, like, a bunch of new students that you haven't been able to meet in person because there's been no orientation or anything. It's just, like, it's just, like, I can't even imagine how nervous they must feel. But if there's any new students listening, y'all have nothing to worry about. We're going to treat you very good. Don't worry. (laughs) Like, normally, you know, like, you'd, yeah, I think that's one of, like, the biggest things is just, like, joining new communities in in this pandemic is just, like, really weird because, like, for example, at school, like, you might get to know people during, like, passing periods and, like, during lunch and, like, or, like, even while the teacher is talking, like, talking, (laughs) you know, but, like, obviously on a call you can't do that and like it feels kind of weird to like call a person you don't really know just like talk for lunch you know yeah. <laughs> and there was COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad, like we've all been worked doing. yeah i don't know why this worked but <laughs> um yeah i agree. like we always ho- host like like potluck things like for new students and like get togethers like I hosted one last year because I was a freshman last year why is my computer charging okay there we go um and like my brother we were gonna play and he's a rising freshman um just like you Cadence and Yvonne your younger brother so um we were gonna like we were gonna host a thing for him and like we were still I think we're still like doing it and my other brother is going to sixth grade which is like a huge acceptance year so there are a lot of new kids who are gonna be in his class um and like you can't really do that anymore I mean like you could do a distance thing but you don't know where these kids have been you don't know like Mm -hmm. anything about them so that's a little uncomfortable considering you have to like prioritize when you're seeing people um and like zoom is painfully awkward so I don't know what they're gonna do because like they're gonna have such a hard time integrating themselves it's gonna be so weird I mean but also everyone will be friendly and stuff but it's still gonna be yeah exactly like I mean everyone's friendly you're just not friends yeah exactly that's like even more awkward at least they're not like yelling at you and being mean to you but it's like you know (laughs) what one thing funny about zoom though is I remember before you know pre-pandemic that this is going to be like a post- no, yeah, pre-pandemic, that'll be our new thing now. Uh, pre-pandemic, it was like, you know, whenever you want to see your friends, oh, let's go on FaceTime, you know what I mean? But now yeah. it's like FaceTime feels so, I don't know if it's just me, like FaceTime yeah. just feels so weird, like Zoom just feels more natural now, and I don't know what it is, but it's just so weird. I literally yeah. don't have FaceTime because I have a Pixel, so I have Google Duo, um, but like, oh I my God. like, also, like, podcasts <laughs> are different, but I'm so, like, 
stale on like zoom calls I just like I don't know I don't get the energy that I do when I'm like around people I feel like it's different and people are like oh like I've been discovering that I'm like more of an introvert and I think I definitely like have but also I don't I think there's like a difference between like zoom and seeing people in real life like you just need that you just need that physical energy I don't know what it is I know it's it's just like it's just different yeah good vibes the yes the vibes vibes. that's us kitties say vibe check yeah vibe check um yeah i don't know i i don't like i mean it's okay it's all right it's not the worst thing you in the gotta world. do but also oh my god guys you know what like is never gonna exist anymore oh no snow days that's so i was actually reading an article about that like no more sick days no more snow days like oh, yeah, there's no excuse too. there's literally no excuse anymore oh my god no they have to give you six days like come on you gotta I'm not going on Zoom when I'm sick. That's the last thing I want. Also, really interesting. Besides schools, a lot of businesses have realized that like it was just easier for them to do Zoom instead of in person, and so they've just gone completely online. I feel like that's so sad. That's gonna be so. And people started talking about the very beginning. They're like, "Oh, there are gonna be so many changes to life like after this because people are like, oh, we don't like need it. We can." like mm-hmm. like run a functioning world without yeah. being in buildings like together but that's so sad like i don't yeah. know i love being in rooms i hope people yeah i think i think yeah there needs to be like a mix because if there isn't a mix you know if there's if there's too much in person it'll be inefficient if there's too much online it'll just be also inefficient i think you just need that that real mix to really make it work because yeah, yeah. well that's my opinion on it I think it's been really interesting because, like, yeah, Seattle also has a a lot of high-tech companies, right? Like uh, Mm -hmm. Microsoft, Google, and Amazon, and Boeing, and everything. And a lot of companies are just saying that they probably, a lot of people won't be going back to their offices, even if, like, they're able to after this pandemic, just because, like, a lot of the people, especially like programmers like my dad, mm-hmm. don't really interact with other people anyway, you know? And so, like, he just likes being home. <laughs> I guess it depends on the person. Yeah. So it's just like a lot of office space is being, it's just gonna go empty after this. And yeah, it's just really interesting to see that. I think one thing really interesting in the future, since like, you know, a lot, a lot of businesses are going online when looking for like jobs and like you know what you're interested in i think one of the yes. things will be like do you prefer to be with people or do you prefer to be alone or like at home like i think that's going to be like one of the things that's going to change when it comes to like one of the big that might be a big factor in the future when it, when it comes to determining what you want to do what job you want to go to where you want to be hired and so that's just like really interesting honestly yeah i agree i was trying to like look for like internships and jobs like it's kind of late into the summer, so I don't think I'm going to do any. Yeah. Um, I but, tried to get hired, but there's just nothing right now. Yeah, no, I, and it's like, um, but like, yeah, I, I guess like there's so much you can do online. And like, I feel like this has opened up a lot of opportunity to, to like, Definitely. it's not like I can mm-hmm. only get a job in DC or like I can only do an activity in DC. Like Cadence and, and like Nora yesterday were able to do the hackathon and they don't live in DC. Yvonne, you were like, yeah. like it's like it can be anyone really like in this podcast yeah like the podcast like you don't have to go in a physical location to like do it so i think that's like promising i guess and i mean just this whole organization it's like we literally have over 35 countries or something right 
Yeah, it's yeah, yeah and it's like literally all from New Zealand to America to literally everywhere in the world. We have so many people, and it's like half of us haven't even seen each other in person yet, but we've all been able to make this huge thing, and like all because of like the this push that this technology push that COVID really gave us. So. Yeah, it's really so strange that I've never seen you guys in person. Oh it's yeah, so that weird. Is and like weird. we've become so such good friends too. But like it's so weird. Like I want to meet y'all in person so bad. I know. Definitely. That'd be so cool if we organized like a co-video meetup at some point. Oh my god, like, please! I know we have to. We, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do it at some point. I don't know how we're gonna get like the international kids, but we'll definitely we'll do something. We'll figure it out. I was so sad because I was. Because the original plan was to drive up to Rhode Island, and then I was gonna go stop in DC, and like Elson and I were I gonna know, hang out. We never we were got so to excited. do that. But then what happened? So annoying. <laughs> New York closed their borders to like travelers, oh, and yeah. so it was just easier for us to fly. But I was so upset, little Elson. Upset too. Guys, y'all had really no idea. I was so excited. We were you both so excited. Really got my hopes up. <laughs> Maybe another day. Another time. Yeah. Another time. There's time. We have time in the in the exactly. scheme of the world. Unless in the grand like, scheme of things, we don't like traveling anymore. Honestly, we could do better without the travel. Like, <laughs> I want to be. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to see Bro, new places. Same. I miss that so much. That was like a luxury. I just didn't like even things like I would go like on the weekends. I would go downtown because I live in DC and like oh, I mentioned that, but yeah. but like they have all the Smithsonian museums and they're all like free. Yeah. And so I would go down on the weekends when I was bored and just like go to a museum and just like by myself, just like look around and go on the metro and like. And they were like, go to Shake Shack. And there's so much stuff that like, it was so fun that I can't do now anymore. And it's, it's like so like- Those little things you take for granted. Like even, I live on Rainy Street, which is one like, which is like this really cool district in Austin. It was all these old houses, but they were all converted into bars and like cool restaurants. And there's, there's such this cool, there's, there's such cool energy and vibe. And like, I love just going out there too, because it was just fun. But now it's just like, it's just Bad. dead it's just dead now it's like those little things you took for granted even not even like physical stuff clothes like just the energy of city either in the neighborhood or a city just the general energy the vibe yeah, is just, i know I'm it's just gone it. i can't it wait for all that to come back sorry yeah no, no but i feel like also at the same time like um covid has also caused a lot of people to like appreciate their own yeah because sure. mm-hmm. yeah, like you can kind of look at your own city through like an outsider's eyes just because you're not able to like be there yeah right yeah now. yeah that was a really good way of putting it actually yes 10 yeah, out of 10 like- phrasing <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah it just reminds me of like all the things like i'd go to a couple of museums too and like they're we just hang out there but like no <laughs> not anymore not anymore until miss oh. rona is canceled Ms. with the rona, vaccine can we cancel she will be here for a while <laughs> oh my god um yeah there's yeah yep um i don't know what else is there there's like i feel like there's a lot yeah there's like a lot to say but it's just like so much we don't even know what to cover at this point so much so much has happened is happening and will happen it's just like oh my god and i feel like definitely as teens we already experience we're already like receiving so much information already with the 24 hours news cycle social media but with just this on top of everything you know a whole pandemic it's like and like the whole side effects that come with it it's just been honestly kind of overwhelming and like yeah yeah and i'd be one i'd say one way to really like deal with that is like 
through this project and through this podcast and like through the documentary just because mm-hmm. it's not only is it like a way to um really like just get my my things out about like what my opinions on out on like what is happening or whatever but it's also just like a fun way to distress a fun way to just relax because like even and like to focus on something else because even this is even technically the whole thing about this documentary and the podcast is focusing on the pandemic in the way it's also not focusing on it just because i'm able to focus on something yeah exactly i'm like i'm focusing on something indirectly which i think is really really helpful for me personally Mm-hmm. I think something that's, like, been really hard for me to process, like, lately is just, like, we don't know how long this is go- gonna go on, right? Like, exactly. everyone, like, joke, like, yeah, it'll be over in a couple months, but, like, that's what we said in March, you know? Oh, my God. Whenever we- people- Whenever we're gonna go oh, yeah. back, like, two weeks after yeah, school people got really out. thought everyone really thought we were going to go back in two weeks i remember that the simple days <laughs> i know my math teacher i remember he was like talking about like like slopes and like like viruses and like what happens with that he was like as long as we flatten the curve blah, 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 we'll be back i am um, like as the school is planning on going back in two weeks or like uh, we're, we're gonna be gone for like a month i think and everyone's like freaking out i was freaking out i was like upset about it but it was crazy honestly um but I mean, a lot of people were happy about it too. But like, <laughs> um, but then like our math teacher was like, oh, hit, yeah. honestly, if I were taking a realist point of view, we probably won't be back in like two months, not one month, two months. And I was like, okay, um, that sucks. And then <laughs> we're really not gonna be back for like, like the major, yeah. the rest of the year. Then plus like half of the next year. I would say the whole scariest part of this whole pandemic is not so much i mean even i think just with any natural disaster big or small just any event like big big event and obviously this is the biggest event that has happened to all of us in a while well at least teens but um you know um i think the scariest thing is like not so much when you're like in the middle of this whole situation of the whole situation more like the transition point between normalcy and everything about to go crazy and that like the two first two weeks of March were really that was really that transition period of normalcy to just craziness and it was like so weird because like no one knew what was going to happen no one knew it was just surreal and I remember you know hearing about the stores all over the world going all crazy and then all and then you know everything was fine here and then one day it's just the stores are are like empty and it's like you don't know what's going to happen and everyone's sort of like starting to fend for themselves and it's just it was that trans that transition period is just i think one of the most scariest parts and then the rolling lockdowns happened and everything and then we realized this is the world's going to change forever and it really i mean when i say change forever people think like we're going to be in lockdowns forever and stuff no but it's like think about after 9-11 i think like people went to business as normal but we never went back to normal back to normal is no more tsa no more security, uh, security or the wars that happened in afghanistan exactly but 9-11 fundamentally changed american and global society forever and this pandemic is definitely going to do the same and there's going to be a lot of luxuries that we took for granted in the past that might not be available in the future i mean i would say in general just like all these different events that are uh important to us like as Americans have definitely changed like our mindset towards things you know Mm -hmm. and like also another thing that's really weird is just like 
I think earlier during quarantine, um, everyone was always like thinking about like, what was, what would the first thing you do when, when this is over? Yeah. Like, what would be the first thing? And like, now I'm just like, I, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, have, I don't even, like, I guess. Oh, like, God. Travel, but like. Definitely travel. Yeah. I want to go back to Mexico and see my family. And like, I want to go, I mean, yeah, or just in general, because I I have a lot of family in the South. I just want to go to like inside of buildings downtown and not just like walk around. Oh my God. Museums and stuff. I want to go with my friends out Mm -hmm. to like the city. And I want to, like, for example, at school, I want to be able to go back to Providence, Newport, and just even like hang out with my friends and stuff after school. Like we're not even allowed to go in the same dorms anymore. Like it's Mm -hmm. so crazy. So I I just I think I would say the one thing I want when everything is over, want to travel and definitely uh, see a lot of people again because there's some people I just haven't been able to see yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I think just like most of the things that I want to do when like I'm able to see people pretty safely again is just like revolves around friends and like just like people, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love the my vibes. Family, but but like <laughs> you can get crazy. Yeah, we all know that feeling. <laughs> I don't even know when it's going to go back. I was listening to a podcast today and it was like about like nationalism with vaccine development and stuff oh, and God. how like how like everyone's like all like we it's like a space race again. We're trying like, to be the first. Russia yeah. was the first. It's like we're gonna be and it's gonna like start this whole thing and like like people aren't like being as cautious as they need to be and stuff and governments aren't working together, which like you know they should be, but the US isn't doing that. So then therefore a lot of other people aren't doing that. You the US the US isn't like stepping up in their like kind of famous like let's take control. We're the leaders. We are the leading like blah, blah, blah on the world. And like, they're not, everyone's, right ju- everyone's just doing its own thing. And even like with like global alliances trying to make vaccines in a way, it's like those different alliances competing with each other too. So it's just yeah. like, everyone's just trying to like, I remember when this was first happening, I really thought like a lot, like a majority of the world countries would come together with the WHO and develop something, but it's just, everyone's doing their own thing. And it's just, like the like the Russia, they want to be the first. So to do that, they cut a lot of corners. They, you know, tested less than 100 people for the trial. And Russia actually got busted by the UK, Canada, and the US for stealing vaccine information. So most likely they probably use that for the vaccine, what the vaccine, the treatment yeah. that they developed. And it's just really sketchy. And um, I would say yeah. like a lot of vaccine testing like especially at the beginning everywhere was pretty sketchy you know just yeah. like, everyone was just trying to say yeah like we have the first vaccine you know yeah yeah it was like and i mean there's like we could talk for days about what russia is doing but um yeah i don't know i don't know when it's gonna end and i guess like right now like even after this vaccine it's not gonna end like things are gonna keep it's gonna have a very lasting impact, which is like scary, but also like interesting. Like it's not people aren't gonna like make the world. It's not gonna make the world worse or in any way. It's sort of just gonna make the world what it needs to be. We're on a different path now. I think is a better way to put it. We're just like yeah on the on a different path. Like if I can't imagine what the what things would be like if this didn't happen. Or like um I think one would also really visualize like the effect that's gonna happen. Like imagine an alternate version of yourself in like an alternate version of August 2020 where none of this happened and then 
you for, for somehow able to time travel to this version and seeing how much has changed like and then seeing the differences between your alternate version where nothing happened and then your version right now i know that sounds really stupid i wouldn't but have like, this it really, mic yeah. i wouldn't have these sweatshirts i wouldn't have those pants i'm wearing we wouldn't I be wouldn't, here we wouldn't be i wouldn't know you guys um oh, it's just crazy honestly and um, we always forget how crazy it is i wouldn't honestly. have this um chalk pastel she's showing it on camera for because, all y'all because my brother just, got it um for take home art stuff for that. his class um, we wouldn't yeah, have seen each other. Weird. We wouldn't have met each other. Either. I know. I think that's like, and that's why, honestly, I started COVID. I guess because my dad always says like, make the most of it or whatever. And like, you know, I like take it to heart to an extent. But then with this, I was like, what can I do? I'm gonna be bored. And that's why a lot of people start stuff and like participate in stuff. I think because like we're trying to make the best out of this experience because like it's never really gonna happen again. And it's like the world is paused in a sense, like is what mm-hmm. people have been saying. And like it's an opportunity even in and of itself to like do stuff exactly do wouldn't like be able to do or have the time to do um so i think that's like special a little bit yeah, yeah. A little it's special. like you're it's like you're a kid again and, and by that i mean like all the free time you have now it's like and you have I the know, world at I your can, fingertips with like just technology like and stuff for myself and like do whatever yeah. i want all day. honestly <laughs> Like, in my house, obviously, but, you know. It's also kind of weird to think, like, how small Covidio was at the beginning. I know! It got so big! I was watching the takeovers the other day from, like, the first, like, two takeovers. It was like, guys, we have 60 followers. I'm so (laughs) excited. And I was like, holy crap, we're about to hit 1K. Like, It's insane. I can't believe it, honestly. Exactly. Like, I remember when I first saw it, and I kind of had a similar experience as I think Arjun's talked about this before, but, like, when there were, like, 10 followers, and I was like, (laughs) this is kind of sketchy. Yeah, I thought it was fake, too. (laughs) Yeah, Yvonne sent a whole email to me, and it was like, hi, Eric, what organization do you work for? I I tried to sound as formal as possible, because I really didn't think it was, like, No, 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 that's totally, I sounded formal, too. I was like, dearest Yvonne, we are an organization (laughs) of youth participants. Like, oh god um, yeah I'm, I'm proud of it and it's gonna continue I think there was so much hype uh, and they're like it kind of died down when like people started like n- like normalizing everything kind of and like energy like enthusiasm just dies down naturally but I think if like mm-hmm. we keep it up and like, and, like yeah keep doing stuff like we can like just continue the project I want to make a documentary still like yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That that's that's still our goal, and I think like that's I mean, so cool. Like we could yeah. win like, awards for that. Like that's, that's insane. We have from March all the way to July, and that's why I think people need to keep submitting stuff. And it really- is like a long-term project. It's not just a little short thing. This is like a long thing, and also oh, I think it's like a, yeah, yeah. As like members, I mean, yeah, the hype sort of dies down within the members, but we're still very passionate about it. But even like from outsiders, you know, I know everyone's like still, they're just so hyped by it. And they think it's like the coolest thing ever. And I think that's just really awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely like really proud of like all the work that we've done. And like mm-hmm. the fact that like we've actually been able to maintain the project for so long just because like, yeah, definitely at the beginning I was kind of skeptical because in general, like, in my experience, these projects like this, like, don't work, but I'm so, so glad that, like, it Yeah, happened. I really, my fear was that it would just sort of, like, fall through, but we, hey, we've, we've, all, we've all really just kept through with this, and we're so strong, and we still got so much to go, and that just really excites me. It's such a good group of people, like, literally, yeah. there are 100 people about, maybe less, who are 
actually active. Um, but like everyone is so like perfect. Like I, that's why, like I try to, I think mm-hmm. of like a new thing to do like every day and I don't do most of it because like I lose inspiration for it. And like, there have been points in go video where I've lost inspiration for it. And like, like everyone, like I'm not allowed to do that because there's so many other people around me, both inside and outside of the project who mm-hmm. are like equally as like, who are like 10 times more like enthusiastic and excited about this. And like, it just all feeds into each other. And I think that's like, that's the perfect yeah. environment to do something cool. I can't wait to finish this so that we can, so um, I can show my friends and then that we can have hopefully screenings at our school. I think that'd be the yes. coolest thing ever. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like massive, massive props to Elson for starting. Thank you. This. Massive props to you guys. All together. Props to everyone, honestly. To We've everyone. all carried everyone's it. The, everyone's great. And there have, you know, there have been little moments, but that happens. <laughs> and it's like on, on the scale of things, like, yeah, it's great. It's great, like amazing. And like, and, yeah. And also a uh, last thing I want to add, um, no, you know, we're all doing this for genuine interest because we have a genuine passion for the project. But as I was doing this, one little bonus that I was thinking about is also on college apps. This is going to look pretty good, y'all know? Good <laughs> <laughs> job, Woohoo! Yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. It's like an impressive project. It's, yeah, it's like it's out of like genuine so interest. Cool, guys, like I it's cannot awesome. stress how cool this sounds. Like the outside person, like my, random friends of my mom have been like, "This is my kids are obsessed with this thing." Like, <laughs> how do they get involved? Like, like it, it's it sounds it's so like like the fact that there's so many people involved and like doing so many different things. It's like a whole company, and it's so cool. And it's like it's yeah. No, same thing with my family. It's like when they found out that that was the coolest thing. My friends think it's like literally all like my friends just are so excited by this, and it's just honestly super cool. Yeah, yeah. The vibes. More to know. come. We just got to keep it up. There's so much more. Um, I think Cadence, are you working on an edit? I don't know who's working on an edit. I just made the Slack thing. Yvonne, you have to join that. But um. Oh yeah, I need to download that soon. I yeah. will. Yeah. Okay. Edit for like individual people right now. So. Oh, you are. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm gonna do one for um Archon. Oh my God, Archon, I love him. Yeah, for his art behind the scenes. So if you're listening still. Look for that in the near future. Um, I think I think we should probably wrap it up. Um, yeah, we've gone for a while now. We've been going for a while. There's a lot to talk about. It's like the update episode. Um, I also need to learn how to edit audio soon. Because um, Arjun, freaking Arjun, if you're listening to this, um, then you should edit our audio still. <laughs> um, uh, anyways. Or if anyone listening to this is really good at editing audio, um, then yeah. We're accepting it. applications, honestly. Accepting. Like we're not even we're not even joking when we say that. <laughs> no, everyone can join. Um, yeah. yeah. So okay, guys, rapid fire. What is one besides co-video? Because that would be it for me. But like, what is one thing that do you think like has been a positive from the pandemic? Mm. Mm. Have a second to think about it. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. <laughs> I would say just general great appreciation for everything that we have. Cause I think because I think also it's like we've gotten so accustomed to just the way things are that it can be taken like that so fast and we don't realize how um unstable things are in real life. You know, anything can happen and so much can change in like a second. And so I've just become really grateful for everything I've had, all my friends and just life in general it sounds really deep but that would say that's what i would say is in the positive just been a lot more grateful for things 
Yeah. I mean, for me, like, other than making, like, a lot of new friends, you know, like, through COVID, like, COVID and video, both. (laughs) Um, But, like, uh, also, I would say just, like, a lot of time to, like, reflect, just because, like, before I was, like, constantly moving and, like, doing things, and so, like, Mm -hmm. now there's just been a lot of time to, like, slow down and, like, reevaluate, and it's also been helpful for, like, going into a new school, you know? Yeah. What yeah. about you? I would say, well, a couple of things. Um, but yeah, I would say um, I'm really grateful that I have time to pursue things that I really enjoy that I don't really have time for. Um, like within our normal lives and like doing like starting new projects, learning new things, um, like slowing down, I guess, um, which allows me to become more self-aware. And then the second thing I would say is, like, I think there's been such a huge, like, generational, like, connection, um, like, with our generation during this. Like, I think in, like, partially yeah. TikTok through social media, everyone's on, like, one page. Like, everyone is so connected. It's, like, insane. And, like, you look at all these, like, events that, like, brought generations together, like, and in past times, you know, like, people... Or even, like, yeah, like, the Black Lives Matter like, protest. Yeah, yeah, people would say, yeah. like, in, like, Gen X, I don't know, like, Nirvana or something, or, like, and, like, boomers, like, the Vietnam, like, the war and stuff. Like, there's, like, there's different events. Mm-hmm. Not actually Nirvana for Gen X, I'm sure. I've <laughs> brought Gen X together than that, but... um. But this is our like sort the Cold of war. staple like a lot of thing. Stuff. Like, the, the staple Gen Z thing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's, like people i think people like we're all going to come out of this and have like a bond that we're able to actually enforce unlike other generations because of social media and because of all this like transparency between us and like how we're all kind of living through the same thing at once and it's so like standardized in the fact that it's like a global thing so mm-hmm. that would be my thing i think that's really powerful and it's definitely true and it's definitely happening and it will continue to happen so um i think that's really hopeful so that is all for this episode very long episode <laughs> but we're really so glad you joined us uh it was a lot of content we covered a lot of things and thank yeah. you for so, having me of course thank of you course, Cadence. Cadence. thank you for all that you, you do within the project the best um yeah great insights guys yeah cool <laughs> thank you for listening to everyone who's actually listened this far yeah, if you actually bro you're a g honestly and yeah. we love you for that DM us. <laughs> Please. DMs are <laughs> anyway, open. Thank y'all so much. We literally appreciate all the support y'all give us. Y'all have no idea how much we mean it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. cool. <laughs> See you guys next time. Peace, y'all. Yeah, peace.